Hello everyone and thank you so much for joining in today for our conversation. This is a very exciting time in the year for me personally because this week I will be turning 35 years old. That's right, I am celebrating another year of life. As always, it's a time of reflection for me as well. Who knows, perhaps this year, turning 35, hitting my mid-30s, I might outgrow the young boy title, or maybe my members won't have to be bombarded with questions such as, that boy your pastor? Or maybe I just won't be a young boy. Maybe I might have the distinction of being called a young man. Who knows, we'll see. But nevertheless, I'm very excited about this year. And as I think about turning 35, I have to reflect upon the last 12 months, the last 365 days that the Lord has given me, and take account of my stewardship over the time that God has graced me with. Was I fruitful over this past year? Did I live a purpose-driven life over the past 12 months? Were these past 365 days used to serve me or was it used to serve a purpose greater than me? What is my stewardship of my time? As always, when I come to my birthday and reflect upon the time and how I used it in the past, I'm reminded that I'm on borrowed time, that the clock is ticking. I don't know when, I don't know where, but certainly at some point I will run out of time on this side of eternity. And so the question has to be asked, are you fulfilling your purpose? I tell you, that's a question that not only should I ask in celebration of another year of life, but I suggest that you should be asking that question of yourself. Am I really making the most use of the time that God has given me? Am I being a good steward over every opportunity that's been granted to me? Don't get me wrong, all of us have a couple days over the course of the year where, you know, we do nothing. In fact, that's good. The Bible calls it Sabbath. It's an opportunity for you to just rest and reflect upon the goodness of God so that God gives us that pattern that after six days of creation, he rests to tell us that we need to rest. And it's okay to rest throughout the course of the year. It's okay to have some days where you just chill and relax. Those days are beneficial and needful as well. But you can't rest every day. You need to spend most of your days actually doing something, going somewhere, not necessarily on a geographical map or to some destination, but going somewhere toward the purposes that God has for your life. Purpose is so important. It brings meaning to life. It helps us to understand life. It helps us to deal with the negative things that comes our way. It helps us to be able to make lemonade out of the lemons that life gives us purpose. Have you thought about what your purpose is? I want to explain a couple of reasons why you need to know your purpose, why I need to know my purpose. Look at what Jesus says in John's Gospel chapter 9 
verse 4. The Bible says, We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. This is a statement about purpose. Jesus says, We must work the works of him who sent me. And he tells us that there is an immediacy to this working. We must do it while it is day. Because night is coming when work will no longer be possible. I will suggest to you that there are two reasons why you need to know what your purpose is. One, purpose serves as a filter for your life. Once you have established your purpose that God has given to you, the reason why God has placed you in the earth, it serves as a filter. A filter on a couple of levels. One, it is a filter concerning people. When you understand your purpose, you recognize that I must filter through who I connect myself with. You will begin to establish relationships based on how they help you to achieve your purpose. You will make connections that help you in marching toward your purpose. You will formalize friendships based on the commonality of purpose. You will even think relationally with spouses and others that you may hook up with based on purpose. Because purpose becomes so important that if you are trying to derail me or detour me from my purpose, it is a filter for me that says you should not be in my life. That you are not helping me become who God has called me to be, nor are you aiding in me being who God has called me to be. Purpose serves as a filter for people. Not only does it serve as a filter for people and relationships, it also serves as a filter for your itinerant activities. You know, opportunities will come from every direction. Many times people are met with various opportunities and they ask the question, I wonder if I should take this. Will I regret not embracing this opportunity in the future if I don't do it right now? Well, brothers and sisters, purpose helps us to filter through these opportunities. Because everything that comes to you is not from God. Everything that's glittering is not gold. And everything that seems to be a good idea is not a God idea. Therefore, my purpose helps me to filter through the opportunities that come my way to determine whether I need to embrace this opportunity, involve myself in this particular project because I know my purpose. You see this in the life of Jesus. Many times people were trying to pull at Jesus and Jesus would withdraw from the crowd and go into privacy and be with God because purpose was a way of filtering through connections and people. It wasn't that Jesus was too busy for people, but he recognized that everybody that was pulling on him 
was not pulling him toward what God called him to do. That there were many people who were pulling on him to pull him away from what God has called him to do. And sadly, brothers and sisters, most people who try to connect to you will try to pull you away. Because most people have selfish intentions on why they want to connect with you. They have their own agendas. Most people don't want to see you fulfilling your purpose and reaching your potential. They simply, in some ways, want to see how they can benefit from the relationship, not necessarily push you toward where God wants you to be. And so Jesus understood that some people who were pulling at him did not necessarily want him for the right reasons. Many was pulling him away from God's purpose for his life. He also recognized that purpose helps you to decipher opportunities. There were times when people tried to get Jesus to become king. And the Bible says that Jesus slips away. There were many times where people were trying to give him a title that went against his messianic mission. But Jesus used purpose to be able to sift and filter through those opportunities. There were times where people came and said, everyone is looking for you. And Jesus said, that's good. Let's move over to the other side. There was also a time when Jesus said, I must go to Samaria to meet this woman at the well. But most people would have said, why would you do that? Purpose is filters for people, filters for your itinerant activities and opportunities. The last thing I say, purpose is important because purpose serves as the fuel for your life. Fact that matter is, life is hard. There's no way of putting it any simpler than that. Life is hard. There was a song that said, no one told me the road would be easy. And that is so true. Life is filled with swift transitions. Life is filled with ups and downs and disappointments, setbacks, obstacles, new challenges. When you think about all of that, it's very easy for you and I to just get tired. Tired from the challenges, tired from trying to overcome this, tired from trying to deal with that. Tired. You ever been tired before? Just felt like can't go on any further. But then there's something that reignites a passion within you. It wasn't a new relationship. It wasn't a night out on the town. It wasn't a vacation. It was a moment where you remembered purpose. And when you got tired, being able to reflect upon passion refueled you. Purpose serves as the fuel. It serves as the stimulus. It serves as that thing that I cannot explain that makes me get up in the morning even when I'm tired. Purpose. Purpose has a way of reigniting us, even when we get tired. So we need to know what our purpose is. We need to know what our purpose is so that we can filter through the various masses of people who try to pull at us and connect to us, so that we can discern where to connect, where to disconnect, when to embrace, and when to relinquish. Purpose is important because it helps us to filter through opportunities that we don't find ourselves going out the fool's goal. Purpose also helps to fuel us, to reinvigorate us, to revive us when we get tired. That's a hymn 
that old deacon used to sing in devotions. I know we don't really do a lot of devotions anymore, but it says, a charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, a never dying soul to save and fit it for the sky, to serve this present age, my calling to fulfill. Oh, may it all my powers engage to do my master's will. That's the fuel for purpose. You may be saying, that sounds good, but the fact of the matter is, I'm trying to figure out what this purpose thing is. I know. And this conversation is not about discerning purpose. It's about recognizing the need for purpose or the need to be able to understand what your purpose is. But Jesus does say something in that text that I read that I think may help you. He says, we must work the work of him that sent us or sent me while this day. King James Virgin says, I must work. But in the Greek, there really is this plural sense that Jesus says, we must work the work of him that sent me. Notice the plural pronoun and then the singular. We, together, all of us, must work the works of him that sent me. So in other words, what Jesus is saying is, as a follower of Christ, ultimately, our purpose is to join him in the work that the Father has given to him. Because we must work the work of him, of the Father, who sent me. We must work the works of God to fulfill God's purpose in the world. Sometimes the reason why we can't discern our purpose is because we're trying to discern it from a selfish perspective. And the fact that matter is, purpose is always found in God, not within ourselves. So we find purpose in finding God and submitting to God, and then committing ourselves to doing His work. And when that happens, then God will show us a particular lane or stream for us to get in, in participating in this work that Jesus called these first century disciples to, and he's still calling us to today. I pray that you find that purpose by submitting to God and finding yourself willing to work in his divine work of redemption. Because I know when you do, it will be a filter for your life. It will be the fuel for your life. And ultimately, it will be what gives your life meaning. Let me pray with you. Father, thank you that you have made us for a purpose. Thank you that we are not accidents. And thank you that we are not meant to spend our days wandering in a state of lostness. You have made us with intentionality. You've designed us and wired us a certain way to do great things for you. I pray for every listener that they will find that purpose. But also, Father, I pray that in finding that purpose, that they will recognize how essential it is for them to always be reflecting upon that purpose so that they can have a filter, a filter for relationships and people, a filter for 
opportunities and activity. And they will also have fuel so that when they begin to get to a state of feeling burned out, wore out, purpose can reignite that passion so they can continue to serve you and do your will. We bless your name. It is in the name that's above every name, the only name that matters that we pray and ask all these things. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening and I pray that you've been encouraged. Please follow ODC Ministries. You can find us on Facebook at ODC Ministries. You can also visit our webpage at www.pastorodc.com and also you can find us on YouTube at ODC-TV by simply typing in Otis Dion Culliver. Again, thank you for listening. God bless you. Until next time, bye-bye.